the Corrective Culture Podcast. Sitting here with me is himself, Callan Krauss. How you going, buddy? Hello. <laughs> I love that intro song, hey? <laughs> it's only the third time I've heard it. <laughs> so it's not, it's not old for me yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've a little, little bit of a gap between the last one, but we've been busy. So it hasn't been a priority, but we're going to try and make it a priority. Yeah, I think we're going to start doing them every, you know, bi-weekly, at least weekly or every second week. Yeah. 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 Try, we'll try and do it weekly. Yeah. But life comes first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of stuff's changed. Jake's got a new dog. It's my dog yeah. too, sort of. <laughs> I'm a father now. It's, that was That's huge, hey? Yeah. 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 So it was one of them things that were just really like fear, fearful for me. It's like you get this thing that can take your freedom away. What is freedom really? Mm. But I got this dog and I was just worried that it was going to take my freedom and it did that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it shows you so much about yourself that you think is your freedom when it's not. Yeah. So like, it's like I have this thing to care for now and um, it's no joke, eh? It's pretty full on. Yeah. For, well, freedom's just a mindset. Yeah. I don't remember what your dad yeah, said that yeah. time. So it's just a mindset, hey? It's totally just a mindset. Yeah, I feel, but it does take some adjusting definitely but um it really showed me where i was being selfish um especially the first day i got it i I didn't sleep at all and i had all this like anxiety about that and i was like man i gotta take this thing back yeah i was like i wanted to take the dog back for the first like week and it's five thousand dollars this puppy it's a little gucci bag basically yeah it's a versace handbag versace pup (laughs) the tan thing it's a hungarian visla by the way Mm. cool dog cool dog dog. one of the fastest dogs in the world apparently yeah next to the greyhound and he's just perfect though. Like what, like when for for a puppy that you want this thing, man. Just so it's like a it's like old wise already. It just sits there, yeah. sits in the gym when we train people. Doesn't annoy you. Like a couple nights there, it was barking, but um, he did it all. You did you did it all perfectly. Like <laughs> watching Robert Cabral videos for dog training, and this dog's still to this day. How old is it now? Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. It hasn't eaten. It's only eaten spring water and organic meat. <laughs> it eats the same food we do like organic sausages yeah. you know no dried food no dried yeah. shit well i remember donald carr he had a uh, bernese mountain dog i think mm-hmm. and him and kathy would <clears throat> feed their dog just organic food man mm. and like good quality water and i remember thinking at the time and their dog lived so long it was like 18 mm. or mm. something and they're like yeah like it's a dog like why, why would we feed it shit food just because it's a dog and i was like that's so true like yeah. i'm gonna when i get a dog i'm gonna figure out its primal diet and i'm gonna feed it that it's it's a wolf yeah and People forget that all all dogs, I think 40,000 years ago, came from a grey wolf. Here he is right now. <laughs> Should we get up in front yeah, of the camera yeah, real quick? Can up. I get him up? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. He's at our feet and he's going to probably chew all the shit up. <laughs> chew all the shit up. <laughs> yeah. Come in, buddy. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, he's he's the man. But yeah, organic food, organic meat, and whoa, whoa, yeah, nearly <laughs> jumped, nearly jumped off. Um, but uh, if you just think about it, how how simple is that? I'm, my my friend took his Roddy to a holistic vet, whatever that means, right? Recently, and the guy had dried food in the in the uh, drawer, and he this was meant to be the best dried food, whatever. And he goes, "Man, look at that!" And he's like, "That's been there for six months." He goes, "Looks exactly the same as when I bought it." He goes, "You want to feed that to your dog?" Yeah. Like, and um, my dad's dogs, my dad never had money, right? It was on the dole my whole life, but he still bought r- grass-fed rump 
for himself and the dogs. He bought a big chunk of it and he'd shave off his dinner and shave off the dog's dinner. And they had they were having tap water, but he was having tap water too. <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he wasn't he wasn't that far ahead. Yeah. But grass fed rump and he told me when I was a kid, he's like, They're just wolves and he just fed them the same yeah. food that he ate. And they lived till eighteen too. Yeah. Eighteen, a long time. That's sick. And well, um seeing the um digestion elimination is insane. Like he had, he had Bicky's one night by accident. He just like ate uh, my girlfriend's dog's food, mm-hmm. and um, the next morning he just died, blasted diarrhea everywhere. Yeah, and I was like, "That's such a good thing." Like you don't, yeah, yeah. It's um, and, and it's it's like cancer for dogs. Yeah. Like people, people feel like it's just an accident. Yeah, like cancer is just an accident all the time. <laughs> and um, and then how I, I got someone I know that the dog got cancer and um died and they were feeding it like lollies and shit you yeah know what i mean like because oh yeah cute here you know yeah. have here have some of this and then they've got a, another dog and doing the exact yeah. same thing but there's no connection there that they place to him with oh what am i feeding this dog why did that dog get cancer yeah and what can i change for the next one yeah pretty sure. well learning experience which is the pain teacher that we always go yeah. back to remember what you said the other day what did you say when you were like oh coffee let's go into that how you stopped coffee oh, recently yeah yeah and what you said to me was like um man he goes i've i've I felt like i was burning out a little bit oh, what'd you say and then it was like um yeah i said i felt like i was burning out a little bit feeling really edgy and feeling inflamed and feeling like waking up in the morning and feeling tired and i know my adrenals are He's over there. He's yeah. um, I felt like my adrenals are burning out and uh, I felt like my cortisol levels are really high and just stressed and snapping at little things that mm. I usually don't. And I felt like this a couple of times before and I know it's because of caffeine. And um, even though I've got a hold of my caffeine, I have, you know, how, how much do I sound like an addict? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, we make bulletproof coffees and I drink coffee as healthy as I feel like I can. Mm. But I still, it's still just burning out my, my receptors in my brain. I can feel it. So the other day, oh, fuck, sorry. Lost yeah, my train of you were like, yeah, you were like, um, oh, but how's this? Like if some people won't even realise that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they'll yeah. do it for 10 years and get cancer. Because if I just stayed the same yeah. way, stressing about this shit for 10 years, and I get cancer, and then I say, poor me. Yeah. And then go to the doctor and just vicious fucking cycle. Vicious cycle, yeah. So syndrome X, and that's what it was for me, is like, Okay, if I if I had no knowledge of of quitting coffee right now, I would just go to the doctor and think that I'm getting tired mm. or getting sick or getting like oh, something's different, you know, I'm feeling mm. shit and not if I hadn't connected the two, I'd, you know, one or two years later then syndrome X comes and that's like an autoimmune disease, mm. the 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 immune system wants to shut down or cancer comes or some kind of uh slap from the universe to wake you up. And it's it's cool that for you to know it's coffee is you stop it, you stopped it for one day, and the next day you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Yeah, instantly. so much better. Instantly. So I'm currently doing it every month, by the way, every, well, four to six weeks, so you got adenosine receptors. And pretty well when you have caffeine, they get, they get depleted. And I'm not too scientific into this, but I know that caffeine depletes them, which is, is all right, but you need a reset. Just think like this. You can't have something every single day. Unless, well, I was thinking about this driving the other day. Unless it's water, water is yeah. the only thing yeah, you can have on. every single day. Yeah. Not even spinach, chicken, beef, whatever. You can't have that shit every single day. You need a break, seasonal break, natural break with everything. So for me, and there's all these studies how coffee saves this. Even Ben yeah. Greenfield, people we like admire, yeah. says, you know, it's all good, rah, rah. But me internally, I feel like, man, I can't be having caffeine that, that does this, changes my my feeling when when it's when if you have two of them you get anxiety you know what i mean 
Um, and then people, they will just go on and go on and go on. And that anxiety will change their decision-making in life, right? It might be, oh, I won't go out to dinner with these friends tonight because I'm just, or yeah, lunch, say, because it's the middle of the day unless you're having yeah. coffee at night, which yeah. fucking people do, right? Yeah. But uh, lunch with these people today because uh, I'm just feeling a little bit anxious. I just feel like staying inside my own little den, right? Yeah. And then that lunch could have been, some opportunity could pop up, right? Yeah. Anything, a conversation could change your whole life. You might meet someone. There could be someone at that yeah. place where it could be a business opportunity, whatever, yeah. change your whole life. But because the anxiety from the coffee mm. made you live a little more in fear, mm. it will change your whole reality. Yeah, which that's is, a very good point. Which is, um, it's, it's, and that's just fucking a drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how I feel with coffee too. It's the one thing that really like holds me back. Yeah, so yeah. to reset yourself, it's seven to 10 day break. About once a month. And you can go decaf. When they recommend it, they say just go decaf. For me, I feel like, nah, just have a break. Because if you go on decaf, it means you're still having probably the other stuff, the nut milk and the milk and that with it, when yeah. instead you can replace it with a green juice or, or a bone broth where you're getting a bit more nutrients, more nutrient density. Yeah. And and you feel good. Like, so I, I haven't had it. I'm doing it. I started a gallbladder flush today, by the way. It's on Helen, pa Helen Paradon. Check her out. She's on Instagram. She's one of Australia's leading naturopaths. And she's just genuine. Like I, when I want to listen to people, I need to make yeah. sure they're living it. Yeah, so she's awesome. Otherwise, if they're not living it, then, you know, I don't want to go to a, a, a physio with a fuck posture, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Or a fat doctor. Yeah. So she looks healthy, right? Yeah. Um, but I also know clinically I've heard of a lot of good stories and people yeah. get rehabbing their guts and that through through her work. And it's the same stuff. It's the basics, you know, cut out the seed oils, mm. stress, chew your, chew your uh, water and drink your food. So that's one of the biggest tips too, if you're listening, you've got any sort of digestive problems. But even if you don't have a digestive problem, just getting more out of your food, right? So you're actually getting more nutrients from your food is chew your food to a liquid consistency because you've got digestive enzymes in your saliva. So when you chew it, it means you're getting more surface area of that food, that mixing with the, en the enzymes so that when it hits the gut, the gut recognizes, oh yeah, if this person's chewed this, they're meant to be eating it let's let's deal with it you know and, and it's already broken down so the gut doesn't have to break it down this whole leaky gut thing going on so if you can just pretty well the digestive system starts when you think about the food because automatically you see it your, your stomach starts secreting the enzymes then it hits your mouth you chew it you chew it to a liquid consistency and if you do that too you're being more present with the food you're taking your time you're not engulfing it and then you swallow it and then that's just a little tip right there yeah and i've heard of people just curing their problems bloating and that just from chewing their food yeah and i know yeah. myself fuck you know if especially if i smoke a joint and you put some mean ass dish like you made the other night and jake made a brisket curry like curry made from smoked brisket it was insane it was really good <laughs> and super unorthodox never had it before but that was yum right and i yeah. caught myself just going boom boom like the first yeah. two mouthfuls i just like jammed it in there just, basically yeah. ate the fork yeah, too the and then i caught myself i was like oh what the fuck am i doing and just stopped put my plate like my fork down and just went and just one deep breath right mm. and you can do tai chi circles big like breathing circles but just something like that to bring yourself think about where the food came from and then it's it's almost a bit more magical too it's nice right and if it's magical in my own mind then that's my reality so that's my truth so whatever and it just feels good and and then i was like in my head i'm like yes like think about all what happened to get this food on the plate like the stars shine the sunshine on the plant the plant ate that you know water fell down that water could have 
came from some mountaintop yeah. in the Himalayas. I'm, I'm yeah. going to hope mine did, you know. And then it just like, and that became part of me and that made my material. Yeah. And then made my vessel so I can transport through this life. Yeah. The best so functional many, possible. So many left turns you took to get to that moment. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. everything has to lead up to that. So I feel like nothing happens by chance, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's rewritten, pre-written for us or, or something like that, I'm not sure, but... It's interesting to think that every little red light or everything that you've missed or or done has got you to this very moment and everything is right now. Mm, butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all perfect. Yeah. Like we said the other, I'm not sure we said on the potty or not, we sort of, they're so far apart, I forget what we talk about, but it's yeah. like, what did I say the other day? If you didn't, pretty well, almost like we could go all the way back to if your mum didn't get sick. Yeah, yeah. My friends... Yeah, wouldn't be eating organic food, or we wouldn't. I wouldn't be eating organic food, or yeah. you know what I mean. Exactly. It's just this big, big cycle yeah. where it's like, wow, that's how the world changed, and that's how we just helped thousands of people's lives from like, you know, <laughs> doing little things. And then from if your mum didn't get sick and you didn't yeah. eat organic food, and someone listening to this right now might say, oh, I'm going to go cha- this week. I'm going to change from tap water to mm. to spring water, right? Or um, buy like spray free celery instead of instead of this celery. And then they do that. Then they change their life, and then they have kids, and they have kids, and it spreads like, like yeah. uh, exponential growth. Yeah. And there's there's the world changing. Yeah, it's crazy, and you can even think like, you know, in the universe, like how many ancestors took that turn and, <laughs> you mm. know, sat mm. at that sat at that red light on their horse. Choice <laughs> choices. Yeah. And that's how many choices it took. And that's um how like Paul talks about if, if you want to jump out of your child archetype which is what the life will grow so much if you do that shit right and we're still it's a work in progress but when you say i need to or i gotta do this or i gotta do that instead of changing words to i choose to yeah and that's a choice that's sick man let's talk about that um how how you know if if i don't text you or you don't text me um for, for a day or two you know it's never it's never something personal it could be and that's the same with anyone, but I know with family and things like that, if you if you don't hold up this like, oh, he's he's off me or something mm. like that, you know, how it's not really conditioned, it's it's more conditional loving. Well, yeah, and that's because of the phone, hey? Yeah. The technology in the yeah. phone, right? Like in human interaction, that she doesn't exist, but now we've got this whole other side of communication that's like represents us. Yeah. Which is like, like you said, like, so like say if Jake texts me and I just didn't text back, not because of rudeness, just because... I was doing something or yeah. I just, whatever, you know, there's, he, he won't see that as, oh, he didn't write back. I don't feel loved. Yeah. Or, and this can happen to anyone on their own scale. Or someone did yeah. to me, like, I don't feel loved. Yeah. It comes back down to that own, which Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Like, it's which, it. which no is, one can make you feel a certain way inside yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever give someone the power to say whatever they do, it changes the way I feel. Yeah. So what you think of me is what more important than what I think of me. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. That's a perfect way to word it. Yeah, so it's like if if, if, if I don't write back to you, he's not going to think, oh, Callan's off me or something for, for no reason. Yeah. People will do that shit. For the, there's been nothing that's happened. Yeah. And like, oh, he's off me, you know? And then it's just like, yeah. and it's like, it's when you think like that, when no one can hurt you, especially through the phone, yeah. you, it's freedom. Like you said, it's a mindset. Yeah. Because it is a mindset. Yeah. Otherwise, you think it, then that's your reality. If you don't think it, it's yep. not your reality. It's like whatever you say. But yeah, well, we th- things come up for me like that all the time, mm. and I always think, oh, maybe they're off me, or mm. maybe maybe this is the way. And then I go, ah, 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 you know, there's my mind racing again, and it starts to paint this picture that's 
could be true, could be could be not true, mm. and uh, and to be honest, ninety nine percent of the time it's never true. Yeah, and yeah. that's my insecurities, my fear of abandonment, my fear of being alone. Um, and once you really start to realize that everyone's so individual and they all got their own stuff going on, you can you can really take a step back and love yourself and be yeah. like, you know, they're just doing their thing, and you just got to do your thing and not be and not be offended by by anything. It's the, mm. the child archetype. Yeah, exactly. Out, yeah, step out of that child, and I'm, yeah. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. I'm yep. I'm an adult, yeah. and this person is their own. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. That won't affect me. Um, that's that's spot on. And like you said, it's it's witnessing it because I I get it and I feel it, but as long as you witness it real quick, yeah, it disempowers it. It's and the same as jealousy. It's the same mm. thing as jealousy. I don't know if you've ever felt any jealousy, but I had a yeah. big thing with jealousy, and I had to do a lot of inner work with um Joe Dispenza's meditations and stuff to to see that always come up. Mm. And now I see it. It pops up all the time, but I see it and I go, oh, there it is again. Yeah. What, what's that about? You the know? awareness. Yeah, the awareness of it is what makes it dissipate. And it's like so freeing when you don't let that ruin your day. These little things. It's about learning all these little things and all these little habits that you have. Not let it ruin your day. Yeah. And like you said, if it, ruined, like, it ruins your day. It brings you out of the present moment. Yeah. And then it takes your awareness out of the present moment. And then your decisions for the rest of the day aren't optimal. Yep. And then your life isn't going to be optimal and you're going to be where you want to be. <laughs> so it's this vicious, it's this, it's, it's, it's so simple in the end. Eh? Yeah. It's your mind's a big game It is, and you just got to keep catching it fucking up. It's the little maze runner. Yeah. And the more you catch it fucking up, it starts to like, oh, there's that again. There's it again. Yeah. And it doesn't even do it after a while, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's, that's pretty cool. Eh? It's great. It's great when you work on your, you know, yourself like that, you see it in a lot of other people because when you work on yourself, you see that injury in other people. And mm. you can help them with that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see it. You see you it in see a lot it. of people. You see hey. it very clearly. And you call it and and you call it out in your clients. Hey. Yeah. Um. I remember you were saying Jan. We'll get her on the potty. We've spoke about this. This is yep. this amazing woman, right? But Jan, um, how you said there was a girl that come in, and and how Paul talks about it, the skills finding the story that they're telling themselves that they're not telling the world. Yeah. Right. So someone's telling everyone's telling themselves a story, like I'm not good enough, I'm not this. Yeah. But then they're not always saying it out to the world, but you yeah. can see it in them. Like you get, yeah. you see enough of these people, you start to see, oh, see where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um. And then some, you're saying a girl came in and was like, Jan pretty well stopped her and was like, listen, like I'm not going to let you tell yeah. this yourself this story. Yeah. It's just a story. Like it's yeah, not. Yeah. Stop it, the story. Yeah. Like time. I said, we're all, we're all reality is just the story we tell. So yeah. make your story more beneficial to your life. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to stay she exactly so, where it so is. So massive on on that kind of stuff, and it would even stop me because we all get caught in our story. We want to yeah. tell our story a lot, and um, yeah, she'd always call you up, pull you up on that, and all of her clients mm. just be like, "Hey, what? Like that? Does that serve you?" Yeah, She's I um, done a lot of inner work, and since that, I sort of I've done it with mine clients mm. before. There was one yeah. where this person felt unloved from me. Again, child archetype, feeling unloved, like I they needed my love, and straight away over something that, again, it was something I did that was in no intention towards them, and it wasn't like you know it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't bad, but like they felt unloved because yeah. they put their energy, I put my energy towards someone else at yeah. least one time, and um, and I called them out on it straight away. I was like, oh, like what is that? You know, is that your your reality? Is that what you're thinking? Because I that wasn't in my reality, and yeah. if that wasn't in mine, then. There's no ill intention towards you, but yeah. you're still feeling this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it worked. Yeah, it worked and it was pretty profound for the person too. Yeah, I think I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's the mirror. Yeah. It's the mirror. And when I did HFC2 with Paul, that was the biggest thing I took out of it was that he, he showed me the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And it's confronting. 
but that's it's so confronting because you don't want to see it and it and you find yourself trying to like make excuses for yourself and and uh as soon as you're as soon as you're offended by anything or anyone you've lost because you're (laughs) you're on the level you're on the level of mind and i've been there so many times where i've been like fuck this guy or fuck her like whatever using anger and i just want to relish in that anger just for a day just like fuck you know and i think of all the things go around and like mm. you know all that shit i've got that in me the vengeance i'm hot-headed yeah. like yeah. i've got that in me and uh and then uh, and then the next day i wake up and i go what the fuck was that about mm. why didn't i handle that with love and i go you know what send, forgive that person and send them love and then i'm free mm. and i just go to the beach i have a swim and i go what was i thinking yeah it's your own inner peace it's just like this it's you give your anger as soon as you feel an anger it's it's all in you it's not in them yeah they're like not they're not feeling your anger you're feeling your anger Drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, what does Wayne Dyer said? He says, uh, "You don't, you don't die from a snake bite. You die from the poison." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Wayne Dyer. If, if like, there's a few people will will. We just we had, didn't plan on it, but I think we're just going to start dropping in little videos into our podcast of yeah. of people we listen to, but things that helped us along the journey and that I found yeah. that are profound to us, and we got one. Yeah. Let's, actually, let's play it now. Let's, yeah, it sort of lines up. up perfectly for it, doesn't it? Yeah. Actually, we're talking about inner work and definitely, things like that. Definitely. So this is Gabor Matei. Um, it's called Advice to Your Younger Self, if you want to look it up on YouTube. But we're yep. going to play it now. And I really I really found it personally is powerful. Jake showed it to me a while ago, and I yeah. don't think he know how powerful it was, but I was like, whoa, that's... that's um, Yeah, this is insane. Makes you feel invincible. This guy's a man. He's um, all about anti-addiction stuff, and uh, he's got a really good book called In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts. Um, I've listened to it on audiobook and it's amazing. Highly recommend. Yeah. So we'll play this now. A call to the 20 year old Gabor oh. and give that young man a bit of advice. What would you tell him? <laughs> Where was he getting his medical degree? No, he wasn't. He was at that time, his ADD was too powerful. He couldn't go to medical school yet. Really? Because that took more concentration and discipline than I was ready for. I didn't go to medical school till I was till I was twenty-eight. So what do I say to a twenty-year-old? Look inside. At that time, I was going to save the world through politics. Not to ignore the politics, but pay at least as much attention internally or more than you're casting on the outside. And you don't have to work so hard. To be liked and loved, you're okay. Uh, just relax, kid. You know, and and allow life to come to you. You don't have to force it. Um, and uh, open your heart. Don't don't just focus on your clever brain so much. You know, open your heart and see what possibilities reveal themselves to you. Um, and that it's not your fault. The way the world is, and even the way you are, it's not your fault. It's not a fault. Just accept yourself. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to tell me myself that, by the way. I just welcome. <laughs> would love to get that 20-year-old on the phone. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm starting the healing process that will continue yeah, in Peru. That's some good advice. Um, on that same note, what is the best advice you've ever received in your life from a colleague, a coworker, a quote-unquote addict, uh, anyone? Something that stood out for you? You know, um, 
I'll, I'll tell you two things. Um, one is I had an aunt who was a physician herself. And she had not wanted to be a doctor, she wanted to be a writer. But complying with her father's wishes, she went to medical school. And she was taken to Auschwitz, where saw, she saw her parents taken in one direction to the gas chambers, and she was sent in another. And very sensitive, very wounded soul. But she saw me much more clearly when I was young than I could see myself. And once she quoted Shakespeare to me, and I know it's a cliché, and I know that it's in uh, the mouth of the character Polonius, in whom Shakespeare puts this phrase, it's even hypocrisy, but it's so true. And she said to me, she wrote to me, to thine own self be true. You know? I wish I had understood what that meant, but that's the best advice I got. And then when I was a physician, and, um, but, I, but the part of me that wanted to write hadn't really expressed himself. Because that was really in me to write and to share something with the world. And I had a patient who used to be an English professor at the University of British Columbia. He was quite a well-known Canadian poet, Warren Tallman. And I said to him when he came to the office once for a medical visit, I said, Warren, I, I want to write, but I don't know what. And he said, don't worry about it. He said, don't worry about it. He said, you will write when you have something to teach the world. <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> so those were the two. Let me ask that question. Those two incidents uh, are evoked for me. They're both very good. Yeah. Last part of that is to that 20-year-old that's out there listening to us right now. Yeah. You know, who wants to grow up and, and do some good in the world yeah. to maybe help advance some of these thoughts and agendas and things like that. What advice do you give to them? I'm not sure I understand your question now. To that 20-year-old that's listening to us. Yeah, no, uh, no, not, not myself now. Yeah, not yourself. Oh, yeah. And uh, someone that wants to, I don't know, get out there and, and make some of these changes we're talking about to try to open up the world's eyes when it comes to the war on drugs, or the way we consider addiction, or the way we look at addicts, or the way we look at our own behavior, and they want to make a difference in the world. Yeah. What advice would you give to them? Yeah. Well, I would say that um, there's a lot of people out there who see the truth, but they don't control the media, and they don't write the scripts for most movies. Um, so therefore, you might not get validation out there, but you have to believe in your own truth. Uh, and, and you have to deepen your relationship to your truth. And uh, you'll connect with people that are also seeking the same truth as you are, even if they don't see it the way you do. So never be afraid of your own truth um, and to explore it. Also, don't be afraid to let go of it if you find that there's a deeper truth that uh, speaks to you. Uh, and at the same time, Whatever you do out there in the world, do an equal amount of work internally. Because if you don't, your work in the world will not be as effective. Continue watching this fascinating conversation. I see. <clears throat> That's, um, man, I love that, hey. I've <laughs> listened to that so many times, and I pick up something different from it all the time. Something that's so yeah, small but profound. Yeah, I think um, the thing that resonates with me heaps is 
I've been really afraid to let out my soft side my whole life. And just lately in the last year, I've been starting to be who I really am and like letting my truth come out slowly, like letting it just seep out a little bit. And, um, you know, being a little bit more artistic and being a little bit more vulnerable and posting photos of me training or posting photos of me talking about deep stuff that I actually feel like my, I want to let love out and let and be that kind of mushy, mushy, soft person, the soft child that I am inside. And I want to let that out to the world and actually let that be judged mm. and, and be okay with that. That's what that really brung up for me then was like to let that out and and the people who are going to stay in my life are going to stay and and the people who aren't, who think I've lost it because I'm talking about souls and love and life are going to leave. Yeah. And that's a big, big thing that I've been going through the last year. You, you weren't here, but your brother said to me, I think yesterday before the fights, he was like, yeah, Jake's the last year. Yeah. He's really come into himself. He's, yeah. he's come into himself. I was like spot on here. So, yeah. Um, and it's just, freedom a bit more freedom to let it go and now you got a bit of a platform to do it like even us talking on this man this is our yeah therapy session it it feels like it doesn't (laughs) doesn't feel like a podcast like we're just chatting like nothing's ever planned you know isn't it weird you just you don't really need to plan what you want to talk about it just kind of comes out eh? like the soul just like just lets it out when you're in flow yeah Mm. um what was great for me when, when i first like the what i took away was when he was like whatever you do in the outside do as much work internally and that you know your meditation and things like that and that's so profound because it was like I've, I've clinically seen it when i had you know i'm not sure if we spoke about this already but when say i got i was doing so much yang right i wasn't even listening to my own advice right so much wasn't countering my yin to yang so i was doing so much yang with work like taking on clients multiple multiple clients same old shit l5s1 disbulge rah, rah, rah. and then i had a couple of people that they didn't get better as quick as and in my head, I feel like heal anyone. You know what I mean? Like feel mm. like when you got the right tools and and people listen, sure. you can heal anything. And then all of a sudden, these two weren't really getting healed as fast as I wanted, right? And I'm I'm being hard because it's like disbulge takes months, and they've done like a year of physio and all this stuff and didn't work. But I wanted yeah. me to be out like I can fix everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, Definitely. and I realized. I was rushing everything outside and I was also rushing the work. I, I didn't I didn't give those two people the best possible program I could have given them because I was yang and I it was just I was getting it done, you know? Yeah. Um and it was me getting sick, which I when we said we had a bath I had a bath. We had a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a bath <laughs> in your bath though. And um <laughs> And and uh, and it was like a forced meditation for me because it was twenty minutes, no phone, nothing, right? And I, I'd I'd had a couple, I had five baths over five days, right? And the first couple I had guided meditations going, and the last couple I just had nothing, nothing but my breath, and um and we, it was when you meditate that's when you're actually watching your brain, you know what I mean? When you're actually thinking, when you're yeah. not, your brain's doing all this shit at once, but really that's a zombie state, okay? So yeah. I was watching my thoughts and I, my thoughts all of a sudden programs came into my head, writing programs. And I, and I realized I was I missed something in my assessment with them. Not in my assessment, but in the way I analyzed the, the assessment. And then I wrote these two people programs without a pen and paper in my head in the bathtub, gave it to them the next week, mixed it up because there's a trial and error. Someone You might have 10 people with L5S1 yeah. disbulged. You don't give them the same shit. You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's little similarities, but you got to, you know, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, and then they both got fixed within two weeks. Yeah. Both their pain went away. 
because I got sick and I and I stopped and went internal. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have said, "Oh, you can't be fixed, mate. It's going to take a while. The usual shit, you know. You'll be better eventually. You know, here's a here's a brace. Like that's the whole typical approach. Yeah. Um, and also how uh, how he finished said when when another truth speaks to you highly. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm I'm getting at the moment when I'm like with the check stuff, love it, but I, I also love everything too so i'm loving anything that i can piece together into my own art so i'm getting the functional pattern stuff now and some of that stuff is really speaking to me my, like my truth and it really blends with the check yeah. stuff and they're not countering against each other but no. i'm learning things that aren't part of my normal you know what i'm meant to do mm. and in, in integrating it and it's working i love it and yeah. it's like um and i love that i wasn't rigid in nah nah because my book said this that is that yeah. i'm going by my feel yeah. And I'm doing it to my own body first. Sure. So the only reason why I'm doing this gallbladder flush is because last week I had two girls in a row come in with no gallbladder. So I was like, fuck, well, that's pretty rare, you know? <laughs> and most of them won't even tell you. So they, they're gallstones. And then the doctors just cut out the gallbladder, right? Yeah. No holistic approach, no gallbladder flush. Yeah. They said, oh, it's all right. Just we'll get rid of it. They don't even tell them for the rest of their life they're going to have an ox bile and digestive enzymes to break down fat because they. They don't have bile. Mm. So the rest of their life, these girls got to have enzymes in that. Yeah. And that's that's fine, you know, if they got the money to pay for that stuff. And they try the enzymes yeah. and it works. They digest food all right. But mm. but really, they they cut out an organ, you know what I mean? And <laughs> and, and, and they should have tried another approach. Yeah. And there's been plenty of people that have been healed yeah. from gallstone uh yeah. gall gall problems basically. Yeah, so yeah. I'm doing it just for just to experience it so I can yeah. hand it out to my people, you know, because awesome. it's gonna be hard. But um it's fun to me. You know, yeah. it's a nice little liver cleanse. I'll save money. You know, you're forced yeah. to eat all these veggies and meat yeah. and that. And it's, it's just sick. like it's watching you get excited about it. It's been yeah, I actually get awesome. excited about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been sick watching you do that and be on your journey and find your inner truth. And you'd be surprised how much that's actually helped me. Brought like you know, get out of my own way as well. Seeing mm. you, seeing you try different approaches and and not be afraid to just like let you speak your truth. Mm. And that's the biggest thing. It's like never take that away from anyone. I think that's for like kids in school and stuff. They they're too sheepy. Yeah, you need to let them start to feel feel how to listen, tap into their heart a bit more, and actually want to go and do things that they want to do. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and that's in school and in university. Don't let your yeah. schooling get in the way of your education. Yeah. So, I'm not. Sh- there's a guy, one of our mates, Casey. He um did his MCL recently, oh, about six weeks ago actually, and he um tour grade three or grade two but almost grade three so pretty well the guy said it's pretty well snapped it's like a couple of strands um he straight after the injury he did a jiu-jitsu he could run fine and he could jog fine and and then uh the guy he went and said uh here's a brace the the doc said you gotta wear a brace for eight weeks and then within this range of motion and then after eight weeks you can start your rehab start your physio and then we might have spoke about this in the last potty or not right but then i go i was thinking the same thing but i go to jake because we're all mates together i go jake what do you mm-hmm. what do you reckon and then jake goes to casey's like oh like do you want to have a brace on for eight weeks <laughs> <laughs> and then i said the same thing to him funnily <laughs> funnily fuck and um and then he goes nah not really and he's like well you know don't like you can walk and run fine does it make sense to you that we're gonna brace your leg together mm. and again back to evolution right makes sense that we're going to brace your leg, turn off all those muscles, okay? And then so that can hold. 
And the guy had no nutritional advice in anything for him. Just said, let's hold it together, right? Mm. So if he had that brace on, he would have been rehabbing his leg for the next six months. His whole muscle would have atrophied. His whole leg would have been weak. And then not just that, when one leg wastes away and the other one's strong, it's going to hold tone and it. it's going to pull on the pelvis. It might wear out the other leg, oh, hip, knee, crazy. neck, whatever. It's all yeah. connected. And he didn't. He wore the brace for one day. He took it off and he goes, it got worse because when he took it off, it felt like everything turned off. So it actually destabilized. yeah. yeah. And um, five, five days it atrophies him, man. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he had, we put him on Nordic Naturals, a good cod liver oil brand, got him on beef liver capsules, organ meats um, through through Homegrown Primal is a good little, little brand. Got no affiliation with them, but I like the, her stuff. So she's got a good Thrive product and Boost, which is like uh, one's just all organ meats, heart, liver, spleen, that, and one's just liver. And then got him on lots of collagen. And he was yeah. religious. Did that shit every day. Yeah. Went back like a week or two ago and went back to that same doctor that told him to wear the brace for eight weeks and got the MRI done. It's completely healed. Completely yeah. healed. He's back at jiu-jitsu now, right? Yeah. Still got to be – now he's got to start proper rehab. He was doing rehab sort yeah, of the whole yeah, time. Yeah. But he didn't tell the doctor that he didn't have the thing on the whole time because mm. he was in workers' comp. But the doc thinks – you know what I mean? This, But this same doctor who was apparently the the man, the knee yeah, specialist yeah. man, right? Yeah, I've heard that. He's a surgeon, times, right? Yeah. Um, that guy is, is still giving that advice out to everyone when yeah. we can't even – we're not even almost allowed to tell him that. No. You know what I mean? Because then it's like – Oh, we can't say shit. Yeah, that it's <laughs> like, oh, well, this guy, we just gave him some good, you know, hip extension yeah. sort of stuff, good clothes chain, yeah. uh, knee movements that relates a bit more to running and yeah, gait, things yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, And – Food. His yeah. his thing was all food. Yeah. Right? Giving the body the raw materials to heal and he healed. Yeah. And that shit's, you know, yeah. rare. Most people's knees, they fuck them and then they fuck for life because they're yeah. just doing the wrong approach. For sure, man. I had the same experience with uh, when I broke my leg really bad and they said, have your uh, boot on for eight weeks. Mm. And um, it was a compound fracture in my leg and within four, it was off in two days. Yeah. I mean, it did have a steel rod in it, but they still wanted the thing in. And they were like, it could heal wrong if you don't have the boot on. And Jan was just like, take the boot off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so uh, yeah, I, f- I fully, after that, I was like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm going yeah. to think about this for myself from now on. Exactly. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And yeah. It's about putting your health and for people listening, your health in your own hands mm. and really listening to your own body. Yeah. And like when he talks about, um, finding a newer truth that's what we see a lot of the time with vegans where they've sort of been they've watched a lot of docos that are well done you know and then they've seen something and it makes them feel like this yeah but it really it's just a mindset and then you can switch anything anyways like when i think of death and life it's almost a beautiful thing to me and commercial like meat and what to me is is poison when it's a big line of like slaughterhouse you know yeah but when it's done naturally the way for millions of years and you know when you see an animal kill another animal and david attenborough you get that same feeling like fuck i just want to save that little seal that's getting eaten yeah, alive by that polar bear yeah but that's part of that's, it that's that's part of it man that's yeah. the that's the yang energy that's the darkness and that's it if you can't always just have all light yeah. you can't run out and have a light and that's what i th- i think my view on that is that everything is all one so the plants and the animals and us and everything is a, is all one mm. and it's all matter mm. and the plants their root system eats the uh, carnivorous they eat all the meat and the microorganisms in the soil and then the animals eat that so i i just thought to myself one day i was like wow it's 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 ignorant to think that it's separate yeah it's it's almost like the human has not 
the human humans haven't evolved past animals. We're still we're still yeah we can think and we're the most evolved thing, mm. but we're still animals. Yeah. Why do we separate ourselves from everything and everyone, mind you? Like it's like like Ram Dass says, you don't see every tree in the jungle judging one another because they're bent. But, yeah. but humans, they they judge everyone because they're fat or they're skinny mm. or they that one looked cracky. Like yeah. and I'm I'm guilty of it. I do it too, mm. but I'm aware of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you catch yourself doing it and it still feels good a little bit, doesn't it? Then you Sometimes, catch it, yeah. Then you catch that. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Why do I judge someone and feel better about myself? Yeah. That's fucking horrible. And it doesn't get you anywhere. No. It doesn't get you anywhere. But that's, um, yeah, that's that's cool, isn't it? <laughs> um, we're also working, I've got a bounce thing, I've got a client, but yeah, um, cool. we're also working on a stretching program. Stretching and deep tissue release. Something that I feel like will really help a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, and it's, bargain compared to you know what we pay to show you one-on-one do yeah, the same sort of thing yeah. like everyone every one of our clients sort of learn this thing at yeah. the start but more so the approach i'm going with a lot of people now is deep tissue work to free up all those fascial adhesions all yeah. those in a, in a knot basically a fascial adhesion so it's just a contraction that's happened in the muscle in a repetitive motion that's dehydrated the muscle and then the layers of fascia and muscle get stuck together and then your body works around it and compensates around that and your posture might change around that yeah if i'm just stretching through that knot then it's i'm stretching around the knot so you one muscle don't think of it as like one one thing but like one part of that muscle could be flaccid and one part could be tight so when i'm stretching the whole thing there's still going to be this one little tight bit down there right um so our plan is to have a start people off in some good deep tissue work using you know little cross ball foam roller the basics that you need more so this is a skill for life like when you learn this yeah it's that's you for life you know when you when you want to treat your body and when you say work in to work out your yin if you do a big workout you watch this video that we're going to put out there and it's going to be a while but you're going to yeah. watch this video and then you that's your working in all right and that will help so many people yeah okay and then we we do a stretching uh program right after that once the tissues sort of yeah. freed up a bit and give you a range of motion yeah, definitely. And you'll you'll be ha- in the stretching program too. It'll be very uh, intuitive. So we're going to have an overview of just talk about how you got to stretch one side more than the other to bring yourself back into balance. But there's a handful of stretches that we think will help everyone. Mm. Um, well, we know will help everyone. Yeah. And I think that it'll be good to give them the power to be intuitive about their stretching. Mm. And man, that's the, you know, it's hard to, we take, we're both maxed out with clients. It's hard to take on anymore. Mm there needs to be something like this out there that people can grab and do it themselves in their comfort of their own home. Yeah. And it's not, it's not out there. Hey, like nothing like, like this will be anyway, where it's just no this specific. Yeah. So it's like, um, that's why I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I know it can take away a lot of people's pain, man. Like yeah. no matter what it is, it'll, it'll be the first step anyways. Yeah. Someone would have a full yeah. disc bulge, right? So we'll have specific stretches. If you've got too much lumbar curve too too little lumbar curve, little indifferences like that. Yeah. Also, really giving like communicating to your body so you know for the rest of your life what to do yeah but um but yeah we'll we'll work on that and it's um yeah, yeah working progress we're working on it yeah we're working on it this week so yeah um if you are listening you want to um you know if there's anything you guys want to want to hear or you want to see or programs that you think would be cool online just hit us up on our instagram um at corrective culture and um yeah we'll do, we're doing our best to get back to everyone but um yeah super busy but it's uh it's been sick yeah and um the parasite cleanse is gone am at the moment yeah, yeah. a lot of people are doing that so that's on the website also sick and man. um also collagen affiliate that we're using i found a good grass-fed grass finished it's hard to find that yeah so i did a bit of research found a good grass-fed grass finished 
collagen and gelatin is what we add to our coffees, our supplements. And um, it literally increases your skin elasticity. So for all the, all the girls out there, it tightens your skin, which is, which yeah. is good. And for wrinkles. And that's Nutriviva collagen, N-U-T-R, uh, N-U-T-R-A-V-I-V-A. And um, Corrective is the discount code. I think you get 10% off, yeah, something like that. And I make $5 when you buy it, so <laughs> there's, there's my coffee. <laughs> but, yeah. Sick. But, I mean, it's a good one. So I was like, we, it's win-win. I make yeah. five bucks and you guys get a discount yeah. of grass-fed collagen. So like. And one, one thing is as Corrective Culture is growing and we're, we're trying to affiliate with brands that we really love, um, you know, we're, we're going to stay 100% true to who we are and we're only going to support things that we fully know what they're, where they're coming from and um, their core values align with ours. So yeah, we'll never fuck around with that. It'll be nah. shit we believe in and, and that we've been taken for years. Yeah, you know, what I mean? you know, fuck money at the end of it. It's not about money. It's about spreading love. So it's a little bit of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can spread more love with a little bit of money. <laughs> but um, yeah. All right. That was a good one. That was off the top. So they yeah. always are. Yeah. Thanks for the support, everyone. We'll, um, we'll catch you guys soon. Thanks. See you later.